Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is not to be ashamed. Now, here's Pastor Carey. This is going to be different. I don't have my microphone. A lot going on today. Praise God. Can you hear me? Everybody can hear me? All right. Um, so, we are actually starting our small groups on the book of Romans. Martin Luther said that you basically understand Christianity through the book of Romans. So, um, I'm excited about our study. Um, hopefully, all of you have signed up, or as many as possible, signed up to um, a group. There should be a group of any time. Um, so, if the thought that you're too busy, uh, maybe you should unbusy yourself and 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 make this part of your life. I, I believe you'll be blessed by it. Um, so, if you don't know, is that small groups. We have different meetings at different homes or different places, and you're welcome to join anyone. There's a sign-up sheet in the back if you want to sign up for for any one of those times. And we'll do it for six weeks, and we've gone through different books of the Bible or different topics, and today we're starting with the book of Romans. Um, Before we begin, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this already amazing day. Praise you, Father, for the baptisms and um, the meaning behind that of people giving their lives to, um, to you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for our, our, our collegiate young adult group. We pray, Father, help them to sense how important they are to you, Lord. And, Father, just our children as well. This, a church is a family. And everyone is equally as important. And help us all sense our purpose and role in that. And Lord, I just pray that you guide us in our, in our study. May your Holy Spirit just lead us and, and direct us um, as we start today. Father, thank you so much. Guide us now. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so the title of the series, The Gift of God, today's um, topic title is Not to be Ashamed. One of the things that you realize as you're studying through the book of Romans, you see the perplexing situation that Paul is in. Paul is a Roman citizen who also is Sanhedrin um, High-level Jew. And, and then he has this conversion experience and he becomes a Christian. And he has a bit of a identity, I won't say crisis, but certainly issue. Or actually it's a benefit because he can play different cards. Oh, I'm a Roman citizen. Oh, I'm a Jew. Or I'm a Christian. But he is in this unique situation where he can relate to almost anybody that he comes across. 
as a Roman citizen or as a Jew and now as a Christian. And so, and the Romans, the book of Romans is a lot about that understanding of how to, um, um, to relate, how to, what is it like to be a Christian in, in, in the world that we're in, in the world, in the way he perceives it. And especially the first part of Romans. Um, and, it, and it shows in the first verse we're going to look at is Romans 1, 5, um, it's 6. It says, through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith. For his name's sake, and you are, are also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. He is saying, through God, he has been called, grace, he has received salvation. Paul has received salvation, and he's received apostleship. He's received purpose. Isn't that coming to God? Isn't that something that we all could experience? The ones that just got baptized today, they are witnessing their salvation comes through Jesus, right? He's receiving salvation, God's grace. And then at that time, we just don't live our lives aimlessly without any direction. When we come to the encounter and accept what God has done for us and given to us, doesn't it often, or I should say should it compel us to do something about it in the way we live our lives? Right? When you have experienced God in your life, it, it, God has been... It, um, convicted you, doesn't it facilitate a change that comes from that? So this is Paul here. Paul has received salvation and purpose, and his purpose is to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And, and, and it says, and you also are among those Gentiles who are called to be belong to Jesus Christ. Which really sets the tone of what we're going to study for the next six weeks here. Um, the next verse talks about probably the most mo- one of the most motivating verses in the entire Bible. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jews, then to the Gentiles. This is uh, Paul saying, you know what? I am not ashamed. Yes, I, would. I am a Gentile. I'm Roman. And I'm also a Jew. But I am not ashamed of the gospel. Of something Beyond this. And one of the things I've come to terms with this. Last time, um, Bill led us through the book of Galatians. And we're talking about the law, right? Or or the gospel. And it's the gospel and then the law. And there's kind of this dialogue between this. And, And that we are saved by Jesus. 
And, and then, but sometimes we refer to, well, we need to keep the law. But we need to keep the law. But in reality is when we experience God and the gospel, it will automatically compel us to keep the law. So there's no buts about it. We, once we say, but we need to keep the law, we've lost the gospel. All we need to do is allow God to change us. That is our role in our relationship with God, is to allow him to change us. And one of the things, the interesting things, I was thinking about this this week as I was preparing for my sermon. My father, since my brother and my sister are here, dedication to them, they had a license plate, or he had a license plate that I had no idea what it meant. It's, it said B, B-E-W-H-O-U-R. And I was like... Like, beware, or something like that. For a long time, I was like, what does this mean? But his license plate that he wanted to tell the world was, be who you are. Right? Just be who you are. And and that's an inspirational um, message um, for all of us, to be who you are. Don't be someone else. Be who you are. And here, Paul, who is all these different things, he is Roman, he is Jew, but he's also, more importantly, he's a follower of Jesus Christ. And he is not ashamed of that. Because that is who he is. That's who he is. You guys, in your life, you're Los Angelinos. I should live long enough. I've lived long enough here to say that. Pretty convincingly. Uh, Angelinos, right? We're Angelinos. But we're all from different parts of the world. Many of us are. You know, we all have different, you know, whether we're from a Latin culture or I am from Estonia. All of you know where that is um, from my mom's side, right? We're all from different types of people. And this is, this is, makes us a part of us. But when we have Christ in our lives, That's the only part that really matters. That is who we are. And Paul here, he doesn't care what situation. He can offend. It's not that he's trying to. He can offend the Romans. He can offend the Jews. He is because he's he's more than that. He is he is he is a follower of Jesus. And that is who he is. And it's important to get that picture of it and it was and it's well let me just go on the next verse to explain this next part romans 117 says for in the gospel the righteousness of god is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last just as it is written the righteous will live by faith okay so in context that is different from the Old Testament understanding of salvation is we are saved by keeping the law. Right? His point is our righteousness comes from what? Our faith. Not from the things that we do. Not from 
our own behavior, but our belief in the power of God. That's where our righteousness comes Because we can't really do anything on our own to save ourselves. That's what the gospel is about. The gospel came to bring us salvation where we could not save ourselves. And so it is only our belief, our faith in him, that brings us our salvation. And it is faith, that only faith, that truly makes us followers of God. Because now, like, have you seen that like Christians can have sex? S E C T. Right? Let me spell that out clearly. <laughs> By a sound kind of different. But we have different groups. Like you drive around and there's this church and there's that church and this church and then all of a sudden like you in some places where there's this Christian church fighting this Christian church go to Ireland and you know you'll understand that history where there are even Christians are fighting other Christians. Or Christians can become like there's cultural Christianity where it's just we, we live in the United States. We are a Christian culture. And just because our president had one time, I'm not getting political here. Please. For, I'm not. I'm just, any, I'm just being generic. Just because our president had went to church a couple of times, he's part of the Christian culture. Right? He's a Christian. Um, what happens is when we omit Jesus Christ, in our, out of our lives, we can still call ourselves Christians. But really, it's only our faith and belief in him that truly make us Christians. And I, as this message, Paul, not being ashamed of the gospel, he is just being led by the Holy Spirit, and he's doing what God is telling him to do, and he's not ashamed of it. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He is just doing what God is calling him to do. So this is um, a message that he had with those that may claim to know God, but really don't. Romans 1, 21, 22. It says, For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened, although they claimed to be wise and they became fools. These were so-called believers God, whether they're law-biting, you know, of the Jewish faith, or Christians who have adopted the culture of Christianity, but never not experienced the heart change that comes with Christianity. And this is the result of it. This is the result of it. Romans 1, 31 says, they have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Have you ever saw that where you thought, man, here's this Christian. 
you know, where this person, oh, man, he doesn't really, this guy's not a nice guy. A mean Christian. A mean Christian should be an oxymoron. Right? But there's quite a lot, perceivably, mean Christians. Or there's immoral Christians. Do you know any immoral Christians? There may be, you, you could see, like, people walking down the street with big crosses around their necks, and they're, you know, doing some damage in their community. Right? They could say, oh, they love, or they're Christians. And they will, in a survey, if you're a religious, what are you going to be? You're going to say, mark down, I'm a Christian. Or, or Christian, no mercy, no forgiveness. A Christian that just has a cold heart. And this is the result of Knowing God, maybe with your mind, and, you know, recognizing that Jesus, you know, is there, but not truly experiencing it, living it. I am not calling you to go and write up some signs like we've done before, but we've done it with good intent. But write up the signs and say, God loves you. Or do stuff that, that I'm not calling you to do stuff that is outside of who you are. If, if you are just, you know, you're, you're looking at society and you're, you're, doing what you think you're supposed to do in the name of Christianity, it is not really coming from you. It's coming because it's something you're supposed to do. What I'm calling for is for us to be honest with who we are. You know who you are. You know, honestly, maybe I've been going to church but I live my life very differently than the way I believe God wants me to do. That is who you are. Be honest to God about that. You don't have to confess it to me, but be straight with God. Or you think that, you know, living a life of excitement in the fast, fast way, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but fast life, is way better than the life of humbleness and conversion with Christ. If that is who you are, be honest to God about that. Because it's time for us to not be ashamed of the gospel like Paul, because that's what God is doing for us in our lives. That is who we are. We are just lovers of God, and we walk this earth, we walk amongst our friends, amongst our family, our co-workers, just experiencing God's love and grace 
And the fruit of it just naturally comes out that we are followers of God. Not because we're pretending and doing what we're supposed to. It is just who we are. Our salvation comes by faith and belief. Not by works. Once you try to pretend, you know, fake it till you make it, that's good strategy for some things in life, right? Fake it till you make it is good strategies, but not, in, not with Christ. It's, we don't need to fake it. Let's just be it. And this happens not by us trying to make this happen. It's just us believing in the power of God. Trusting in allowing him to lead you and live in you. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to come to you. Father, you know each person, each one of us that is here right now and, and, and in our own journeys, you know our struggles and the things that we, we deal with and our own temptations and some, so much stuff that is going on in our lives. But Father, you are so much more powerful than anything else. Help us to just come to you. Help us to trust, believe and accept your power in our lives and allow you to flow through us and that we are living, living what you're giving to us and just taking steps forward with this experience in our hearts. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downychurch.org. God bless.